Hey, what's going on? This is Jess Rivera. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Comic Time, the podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Ms. Amber Whitford, and uh, she's freaking hilarious. And sorry, but we recorded this before the Dope Room show, so and before Comedy Burger, but there's another Comedy Burger coming up, which incidentally, I'm on uh, March the 8th at the Starlit Room. So anyway, we talk about the we talk about last month's comedy burger and we talk about last month's dope room show, but we're talking about it like it hasn't happened yet and it has happened. That's how uh, long ago I recorded this episode. But the thing is that see what happened was is that I was recording like two episodes a day for like three weekends in a row and then I had like a surplus of episodes and so I had to stop recording episodes and I'm still catching up on back episodes. So, without further ado, please enjoy my conversation. Liz is the co-host, and in the background you hear a little chipmunk. That little chipmunk is Carolyn, my favorite Martin, and she was hanging out that day and we had a blast. So, without further ado, Liz Randall, Amber Whitford, Jesse Rivera, and a little bit of Carolyn Martin just for some extra flavor. Thanks. Have a great day. Uh, oh, hey, this weekend I'll be in uh, I'll be in Chico with uh, Johnny Taylor, uh, Keith Lowe Jensen, Tina San Lucas, a Dylan Collins production of the Blue Room Theater in Chico. I believe the show is at eight o'clock. Uh, check me out on the gram. I'll put that up for you. And uh, like I said, enjoy the latest episode with uh, Amber Whitford. She's hilarious. Peace. social media tags i am ride and die for uh scrambles for life r.i.p that's my kitten um oh, sorry. best ever i know um also team whitford west which is my family name <laughs> has nothing to do with Kanye. it sounds like a soccer club um well you know they're mostly uh on the east coast okay and there's only two um little like pockets over here team whitford west yeah so we're team whitford west southern division so wow Mm -hmm. nice (laughs) you just put a lot of thought into that (laughs) it actually just popped out of my mouth one day when we were all together in new york okay this is listen (laughs) most things i don't think about (laughs) i don't know if you've not met me (laughs) what about uh team invisible disabilities oh my gosh that is my ace team that i work for and with um, I'm on the ID council. Mm. Wow, I didn't know it was a council. What's well, so more so official. Okay, nice. We're hardcore. We're listening. Yeah. Did you have to get jumped in for that or what? Um, I did. Uh huh. It was a dance off. Oh, against um, Allie? because she can dance. No, 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 no. It was a three way dance off. Me, Tobias, <laughs> and Drew. Pop locking and dropping. Damn. It was major. Wow. Um, I feel like um, I didn't think I was gonna be able to keep up with Tobias. Right. 
but I made him. I made it through, like, obviously. Is Tobias the one that humps everything? Um, I think they're all the ones that hump everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, what is it? Uh, how did I get down with the team? Oh, Ali and Drew are my favorites. They have been the most supportive, like, uh, okay, actually, I have to take that back. Outside of Wendy Lewis. Yeah. And, um, the most supportive, um, uh, 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 to like me and helping me grow my material, like put together like a set for something specific. And hosting you know I mean? too, right? My hosting, yeah. They, um, Ali and Drew, I met them because um, we're all ridiculous people going to silly places, and uh, I'd seen them both through the internet, but not too much. Um, just like the names pop up right. and uh, we were going to Why Know the Clown um, both going that's when we were the first time we met in live and in person um, and I put online is anybody else going to dress up in like clown attire <laughs> <laughs> and, and like every people were like uh, but except Allie was like of course we are and I was just like yes I don't, yes these are my people so um it was fun. We had a great time just meeting quickly. Um, and then I came to their open mic. Uh, and uh, no, actually, pardon me. Let me. I went to the first ID showcase Ooh, at okay. Lewis Cafe. And it was really fun. Nicole, um, Nicole Eichenberg, Wendy Lewis. I'm trying to remember everyone else. But I went to support my friends. And. Um, I saw it, it was great, and I was like, this is pretty hilarious because already most of the material I was doing was about being in therapy, um, having a nervous breakdown, or, um, mm -hmm. you know, and just uh, having to still, like, go to work every day and try to be a functioning human being um, with, like, living with, um, I don't know, emotional crises. Okay. Or I guess invisible disabilities. I, I just I just want to say, <laughs> right. So it was perfect. I just I just want to say that ever since I met you, I I think it's okay to show up late to work. Yeah. And have like tons because I, I will sit down and I will literally have an hour to get to work and it's ten minutes down the street. Yeah. And I'm still fifteen minutes late yeah. today. I understand definitely. Yeah. So we thank you for giving us that freedom. Listen, it's all yours. Ride it like the wind because, um, fuck that calendar and the time schedule. I mean, it's not, I feel like, I know that's not my business. I don't own it. And the same thing, though, would go with, um, anything else that I do. Show up when you get there. Just as long as once you get here, you do the thing you needed to do. You know, and I, then leave. I gotta say that, that I'm down with that because every morning that I'm cruising to work, yeah. There's people like going around mm -hmm. me and like running yellow lights and like trying to get to work. Fighting. And, and every time I every time I see that that person drive by me, I think to myself, that's somebody that's like on their last written warning for being yeah. late. Yeah. Right. And they're they, like on the verge of getting fired. <laughs> exactly. And I think to myself, they're probably still a good worker. Like they mm -hmm. were just exactly they were just being a good mom or like being a good dad or like they were fucking living yeah. life like. The minutes all the way. Well, they up weren't to... sure if they needed gloves or they didn't need gloves. 
<laughs> How many scarves do I need today? I'm wearing this blue hat. Nope. I wore a blue hat yesterday, so I'm going to wear this gray hat today. Right. You know what I mean? Leave them alone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you on the hat thing, because I don't like when my hat doesn't match my sneakers. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I've never really, um, I don't know if I Like, ever... right now, my hat doesn't match my sneakers. Are you, like, stressed out about it? No, but I'm like... aware of it. <laughs> Man, I wish I was the type of person that could pull off hats, man. Oh, really? That whole thing. I know, the thing is, like, I put the beanie on, and I'm just like, eh, like, I want to wear that matching hat game. A matching shoe hat game. Like, I think that's so dope, you know? Let's go hat shopping. Ooh, let's go. I'm down. You know I love hats. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Liz Randall. Yeah. And Liz is going to be joining us and co-hosting. Every once in a while. Every once in a while, just popping in, you know, She's on a pop Saturday. In and some color commentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! How about not? How about just not? That'd be not. And we have a live studio audience today. <laughs> if you can't tell by the giggle fest over here, we got Carolyn the comic. Say something. Say something. I'm just going to add some color. She's the only white person. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, like, yeah. I was like, let me take my foot out of Are my mouth my now. Are you a microphone, Liz? I'm kidding. Sorry. I you all about it. <laughs> I just apologize. Yeah. Some of my best friends are away. <laughs> Is that, okay. Okay. Some okay. of them. <laughs> but yeah, my uh, name's Liz. I'll be hopping on every once in a while. Thanks, Liz. Drink that coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's <laughs> uh, You, before you spent so much time uh, talking about how amazing Allie and Drew are, and we could do that for... Forever. For, that could be a whole podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, it seemed like you were on your way to uh, thanking uh, Wendy Lewis and talking about how much support you get from her as well. Yeah. Um, and you work with her like like you, you do something with uh, Comedy Burger. Yes. Yes. Um, Talk about that. I gave myself the title Artist in Residence Comedy Burger 2000. <laughs> no, actually it's 2020 now because mm-hmm. I started as Artist in Residence 2018. Oh, wow. Um, That's long. <laughs> That's how long the residency is? Um, no, actually it's no. It's a uh, Generally it's a one-year residency. But um, I came in kind of... Um, in 2018, uh, I took 2019 off and focused a lot on invisible disabilities with Allie and Drew mm. and kind of like trying to do a couple more things, a couple of other shows, things, uh, just, I guess, getting booked. Getting out there. Yeah, getting out yeah. there um, and whatnot. But I still always supported Comedy Burger. I supported Comedy Burger since um, before I ever... Um, took the stage, ever picked up a mic. It's such a fun show. Do you, want to, descri- Do you want to describe it real quick for the folks at home? So comedy... We're going, what the fuck's a comedy burger? Comedy burger um, used to be called... Oh, gosh, what did it used to be called? Something Cross-pollination. Else. Oh, really? I yes. didn't know it was called that. It started Ungayo Bilam um, upstairs at the Momo Lounge. He was producing a show. It was um, stand-up comedy, a whole show hosted by... Ungayo. It's stand-up. There was a burlesque dancer, uh, a band, a couple of, like a, a small band, like maybe two-piece band mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, Keith Lowell Jensen read uh, poetry. 
uh, wow. once. Um, it was just shit. yeah, it was pretty hippie, and it was amazing. It was so much fun, and um, then after the show, everybody went downstairs into the Harlow's back patio, and there just happened to be a DJ back there, and they what? opened up a uh, yeah the outdoor bar, and everybody was just like mingling with the people who had come from the Harlow's thing and then people who'd come from upstairs at Momo. And it just was a party on the patio following the show. Then after that, it it morphed into um, being just stand-up and Ungayo, you know how he like goes with the flow all the time. Like, what's what do what what are we gonna call this? Yeah. And um, it's like for a little while it was like, is it comedy Momo? Is it? And then um, they had a burger that they gave for a sale price one night, and it just became comedy burger. <laughs> so. And that burger um, is seven dollars. Burger is seven dollars, and it's fucking delicious. Yes. So, so like the show is ten bucks. Uh, yeah. there's, but there's always, there's always a secret password. Yep. Right. Is there, is it always a secret password? There's always a secret password so to get can, into the. So if you can find out what the secret password is, you get in for free and the burgers are seven bucks and that's a great night. It's always like on yeah. like the first or second Sunday of the month, something of, like that. Of the month. Yes. And, um, it's usually local comedians, uh, really, really fun show because people, <clears throat> are going to, like, mix and mingle together. Yeah. It feels more like a party and, yeah, a, like, gathering than a corporate show or um, a corporate show, excuse me, like, I know anything <laughs> about that. <laughs> but, like, a club show where, you know, you everyone's, you have your space, you, then you stand in, you're in, and then you get out of there, and everybody get the hell out and um, take your pictures outside. Yeah. But instead, it's more of, like, a mixer thing, and you get to... I always tell people that, like, come to this show because, like, that's where you get to sh- bring your friends and pretend like you're super cool because, like, look at us hanging out with the comics, guys. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. It is. And, it's a lot uh, of fun. And Wendy um, helps produce it with Ungayo, and Wendy's a friend of mine um, outside of stand-up, and um, we do, like, nerd stuff together, Star Trek-type stuff, and... Um, what type of Star Trek stuff do you guys do? Oh I want to talk about this for a second. Star Trek was... makeup. That's so dope. So Wendy is um, a total girl, even if she says that she's not a total girl. She is. We all know she has like perfect makeup all the time. Yeah. And I know nothing about makeup. Mm-hmm. But I like being dressed up fancy uh-huh. like a girl. And I am not. <laughs> like I'm just gross, but like I'm going to put a dress on oh too. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's twirl. <laughs> um... So, uh, she kind of uh, balances me out in that way. I love it. She's my fairy god sister. <laughs> so, do you guys go to like Star Trek conventions or like? I go, go to Star Trek conventions. Oh, when is always we have working. To go. We have to. Yeah. Go. Okay. We um, you are welcome to come. Actually, uh, one Saturday per month, I have a Star Trek club that meets. What? At the Carmichael Public Library. So yes, girl. Go on the internet. USSindependence.net. That's my other crew that I roll with. That I am... So exactly. I'm the strategic operations officer, which is um, like Lieutenant Worf. Um, and I know that is a quote directly. That's Nog saying, like, <laughs> Lieutenant Worf. Okay, sorry. Let's go back on track. Um, no, but that's fine. I do. I'm in charge of, like, our volunteer... Um, 
efforts and our mm-hmm. charity efforts. So, like, I go out and find, or I guess find different causes or groups right. for us to partner with to raise money or, like, funds, things, that sort of thing. And um, we have fundraisers and everything. <sighs> I was, I, was, I was trying to find the uh, lineup for the next Comedy Burger. Okay, it's, um, oh, headliner, Tristan Johnson. Oh, my God. There was a, okay, can I, the last time I went to one of his shows, I literally was laid down in my seat at the Guild, front row, laid all the way back, screaming, and just shouting at him to shut up because I couldn't anymore. Because you couldn't breathe. I, yeah, yeah, I was just like, this motherfucker is killing me. He was so, so, so hilarious. He's always funny, but like, I mean, he was on fire that night. And I was just like, I've been telling people as I'm selling my comedy burger tickets all around um, okay. about like who's on the show. And what day is it? I want to say it's February 8th or That 9th. sounds about right. Yeah. It's yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. I have I will, tickets on me right now. I will, oh, you got tickets on it. Yeah. Well, February 9th is a Sunday. So and then it's the 9th. February 9th at 6.30. So that's going to be a dope weekend of comedy because like February 8th is the next Dope Room show. Oh, uh, yeah. Who's and on Dope all, Room? Uh, a bunch of people. I think <laughs> Carolyn Martin is on it. <laughs> yeah. and uh, um, But then it's also uh, the debut of Alicia Davis's show, Love horrors at the oh, comedy spot. That's so cool. So that's so like the dope room is like the early show, and then like Alicia's will be the late show, and then Sunday would be comedy burger with mm-hmm. like Emma Haney. Emma Haney. You guys had me at Emma Haney though. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. Listen, my heart. Um, and Emma Haney, Spencer Sellins. Oh yeah. Um, I have it. I don't know why I'm trying to. We could. Thoughts. We're gonna talk about something else. About Tina's show. Do you remember who else is on that show on uh, that Saturday? It is going to oh, be Carolyn Martin, uh, I believe. Emma Haney. Emma Haney. What? Ruby oh. Sunday. This Miriam sounds. Miriam This sounds perfect. If you know the whole lineup, just get on the mic. Oh, you're comfy. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. It'll be fine. But yeah, yeah. You <clears throat> should have the stuff ready. <laughs> <laughs> right? I got it. I got it. Oh, um, Joey Stoltz. Okay, so what, what lineup is this? This is the next Comedy Burger Oh, lineup. my God. Okay, shut up. Listen. This is the next Comedy Burger lineup, right? And yes. then we're going to do the... Okay, go. Amy Estes, Artie Valenzuela, Emma Haney, Joey Stoltz, Sam Holkusher. I can never say that. Spencer Sellens, Tristan Johnson, obviously... Wendy the Awkward Cougar Lewis, hosted by Ungayo Bilam, and our DJ is DJ Revolution, Sharon Smith. It's going to be crazy. He spent some great stuff. I love it. So that's Sunday, February the 9th. Yes. And then Saturday, February the 8th. Yes. So Saturday, February the 8th at 8 p.m. um, for the Dope Room show, we have Maria Musavi, who's absolutely amazing, Emma Haney, of course. Artie Valenzuela. It looks like he's going to have Fucking a busy weekend. <laughs> um, Ruby Setnick. Isn't he out of town? Uh, Carolyn the Comic. Z- 
Zach Edlow and Melissa McGillicuddy. <gasps> oh my god. Fire. So it's gonna be a really fun weekend. I hope I'm off that. What's the dress code? And then that uh warm because it's outside. Yeah, I know. So I mean like is it are we doing like a theme? Is no. it like Alaskan I mean, you, nights? You can do a theme. Is it don't okay. don't put it in Alaskan nights. What does Alaskan night look like? What do like you think? This, like, let's talk about it. It looks like this. We're gonna yes. We're gonna get all our fuzzy stuff out. Because I mean you could just come in like you want something warm. Yeah, you know, but as we're gonna get fuzzy stuff out, we're gonna get some Royal Borealis Ooh. or however you say that. Like lights on the sky of it. her um oh that patio. Is it a lanai? What is it? So you know what I'm it's saying? Backyard. It's a lanai. Okay. So it has a cover, sure. right? It's an open oh, cover. Oh yeah. I, I'm not a landscape architect. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's gonna be a fun weekend it's gonna yeah. be a super fun weekend um i'm really excited the the following week is the invisible disabilities mixed open mic on wednesday oh my god that's i don't have a therapist right now so that's like my ther- <laughs> that's like my monthly therapy session is going and like and, and i put myself like eighth because i've got to like see about five or six other people to like let myself remember that okay i'm not the only one dealing yes. with all this yeah. shit you know <laughs> and uh and then uh, then i like to go up and then it's so much fun right yes it is it's so much fun uh, so i think that's funny because i like to get it over with first really so i could just move on <laughs> with my life <laughs> yeah so i think that's one of the reasons too why hosting um Suits me. I I just really like it a lot. I think it's fun. Um, uh, I think that I'm there to facilitate the party. You know, I'm there to make sure that all of the guests get to meet these awesome comics. Um, For and especially for me, being um, I know like I'm not as green as I think I am age wise. I'm just immature. <laughs> Comic wise. But anyways, that's fine. But when I but no, you go and like you get to host these like really, really, really good comedians, people who are like perfectly practiced and I mean their material is well thought out and like put together in a cohesive act and it's so it's like a treat for me to even get to be there, <laughs> really. Right. So and then to host them and kind of get to see what it is I am aspiring to like get to. Um, as far as like the the open mic, like how many comics or maybe they don't even start off as comics. Like how many people have you seen like come in and do it for the very 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 first time, and then go on to do that at a show? And I think like. One person that's coming to mind immediately is like Abby Rothstein. Yes. Like I remember seeing her like oh the my gosh. Her, like just so nervous and then and she's like that's the first time I've ever done anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then like five or six months later, there she was at Punch killing Line. it. Right. She's um. How many other? How many people have you gotten to see that with? Oh, that's hard to say. That's or really like, hard to say. Or yeah, does any of them stand out? Kind of like an Abby, uh, Kelly Brown. Kelly Brown is so amazing. She's so She's funny. so adorable and um, hilarious, and I don't think she knows how funny she is. She wants to do the podcast with her son, Ryan. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle it. That's a lot of funny... <laughs> Together? Yeah. I don't know that I know Ryan. Yeah, he's an improviser at the okay. comedy spot, and he is totally we over the top. go he's over hilarious. and learn some improv. 
I'm not. Um, yeah. I think it it would help me. Just I know. I've been talking about overall. that with some people. So Let's it do it. Let's do it. Okay. Team building. Team building. I love it. For well, our guess, secret writing group. Well, you know, they have a okay. Wednesday night <laughs> drop-in class that you could do. A drop-in uh, yeah, class? Yeah, they have the drop-ins where you just like... Yeah, they yeah. have like a Wednesday night drop-in class that you can do. It's every Wednesday night, and I think it's like seven bucks, and it's at the training center, and Michelle Petro teaches it, and she's amazing. Okay. I'm well, into it. Yeah. Well, I guess my question for you is, so I've always... I know me and you have talked about this before, like briefly, but it's like, you know, for me, you know, with the, writing about a disability, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, I myself, I just very recently, within the last month, have started writing about my alcoholism. So it's like for you, like when you sit down and you're writing material about a disability or something, like what's your process or like, I guess it's a very broad question, but it's like for me, like that's something that I'm trying to get into, right? It's like kind of delving into like the anxieties and like mm. all this type of stuff and putting a fun spin, a fun spin on it, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But like, what would you say? I think that uh, maybe I come at it from the opposite direction. Um, that mm. might sound weird, but like I have incidents in my life and and then I sit and I go where does that fit (laughs) in with the rest of this you know chaos that's been going on with me and I don't know if um that's maybe how I approach life altogether (laughs) like it's like it happens and then I go now now what do we do (laughs) what just went on and so you know like um this uh little thing that I wrote but haven't had an opportunity um to bring or actually maybe I haven't had the courage to bring it out yet is because I don't know really how to introduce it but um I got into this um big screaming match um in a grocery store with a woman (laughs) just because I don't even really remember recently or a long time ago um this was a long time ago okay um and it's like and then few years later I um we're t- sitting near each other at a wedding <laughs> and oh she's God. like where do we know why do I know you from <laughs> where do we know and I was like ah. and then I'm like trying to bring it I was just like oh yes and then I I told her it was like a screaming match in the grocery store and she was like in the Thomas no way yeah listen and I'm like, and now we're BFFs. We're not actually not BFFs, but like, it was a fun exchange. And I was just like, that whole thing was related yeah. to anxiety and all kinds of other like unchecked situations. I, I was, would, yeah. I would love to hear her version of the story. Um. Okay. Uh, I got it. Okay. Then I'll try to get. Um. I'll try. Let's write it down. Let's try to set something up. <laughs> she's not a comedian, but she's a nice older. That kind of thing, like, um, where people kind of push past you in the oh. aisle and it's not that big of a deal. And I'm just like, don't worry about it. And don't tell me not to worry about it. Don't oh. you tell me anything about what to do or what not to do. Damn. It just, for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you this, the kind of person who gets into arguments in the grocery store is... The kind of person who gets into the arguments with grocery store and gas stations mm. and everywhere else. Like, it's just, this is a personality type. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> personality. so, she and I knew, like, we knew one another. Yeah. Like, obviously. We were, like, screaming. Um, we knew we weren't going to, like, throw down or right. go to blows or anything like that. But we, for no reason whatsoever. 
um, it just starts getting out of hand. Yeah, for all in um, grocery store. Yeah. Well, so actually, um, I get into th- well, actually, that's not true. I gotta keep saying, stop actually saying actually, but um, I used to have lots of incidents of mm. um, like outbursts and <laughs> behavior. I yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> it was before medication and therapy. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I'm not just gonna say like I was going around being a lunatic, but you're easier to um, set off. Or you're easier to respond to people who are those kind of people as well. So that's what that, I guess that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. You guys, you guys uh, see one another, yeah, see each other. Exactly. Yeah. So before I started going to therapy, I was writing, um, and this is actually before I ever even became a stand-up comedian. I was writing material, um, or like kind of journaling in a way, but it was mostly like writing material about how I. Um, have trouble getting along at work and it was be and I kind of um phrase it as if other people are assholes um and I'm the same type of asshole so it's like it's not just me being a jerk it's like these are the people that I'm clashing with I'm not just like going around with like everybody's favorite co-worker and then me and her are beefing no it's, it's you're like, finding the other co-worker that's got like kind of like the same issue the same we're, wave we're wave. magnetized to one another. Or I'm actually not... Well, you guys like, are, like, drawn to each other. Yes. Or, and then also, it's not like just static that. static electricity. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not just that, but it's, like, um... Oh, shit. I have a new Garbage People story now. <laughs> oh. Look at you. Ah, sorry. Okay, you guys. I'm sorry. We're supposed to be keeping on track, but I'm not really an on-track no, type of person. No, we don't have a track. There's no, there's no agenda. This is a train that's just riding the desert. Okay, good. Yeah. No track. That would be a weird way to... Weird way Can to you see. imagine our hats for the train ride? Oh, my God. Gloves. Feathers. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Am- Amber just cried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Peacoats? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, my God. Um... I'm going to let you know, though. What? I'm going to wear a fur stole. What's a fur stole? Like, it's just a wrap. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, but it's real fur. It's cat fur, but... Um, <laughs> fresh? Is it of your own cat? It's fresh. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I does mean, it purr? Pardon me? Does it purr? It does not purr. But, um, you know what they're saying. No new fur. So you just... Take your old cat. Boom. There you go. There you go. Right. I love it. I'm loving for I'm, it. This has gone off the rails. <laughs> you got in train theme. Like, how many cats would it take, though? You know, if you have a big enough cat, you really, you only need one. Really? Big enough cat, small enough shoulders. Okay. <laughs> only need one. He just have to be stretched out. <laughs> this I love this. I'm loving for this conversation right yeah. now. Yeah. Bejewel those eyes. Listen. <clears throat> So wait, let me ask you this. Yes. Where so you have a very like unique style, and it's one of my favorite things about you. Like you're so like well dressed, and you okay. like wear like these. I mean, right now you're wearing these beautiful like glittered boots, and I just think it's absolutely fantastic. Where did you get your style from? I want to say I think that I inherited it, like my PTSD. <laughs> 
from my ancestors. Um, I noticed, like, uh, and I don't know if that means you inherit it or you've just been uh, keeping an eye on photographs your entire life. And, like, my mom's dad was always sharply dressed. Well, that, excuse me, when he wasn't in his Navy uniform or, like, yeah. digging up stuff in a backyard. My dad was just the sharpest dude on the planet at all. No, actually, that's not true. Um, a lot of times he was also digging up stuff and building buildings and whatnot. So he would look... But he had a full, like a whole hat collection, yeah. and and every um, country he traveled to, he'd get a custom hat made what? at wherever he heard the best hat shop was. Listen, um, that's dope. It's like I feel like it's like kind of like in my blood, and I've always been right. um, kind of obsessed with clothing and style, but not in a way that was like what's the logo or what's the label sort of thing. It was right. more like the thing that you like, yeah. a thing that you picked for yourself that um, I have so many custom like clothing items. <laughs> so weird. I would never thought that I would have been. Yeah. I guess I, I did think that like my whole life I was drawing my own clothing. You know, other kids are like drawing houses and dogs right. and whatever. And I'm like this lady and this is the dress that she's wearing. <laughs> and these are... Well, I just found out, too, that me and you both have something in common. Yes. Right? So, um, I'm from Sonora. Oh, okay, right? yes. And you lived in Sonora for a brief period, right? I did. So, with the way that you dress and everything, mm-hmm. like, did you dress <laughs> like that in Sonora and, like, you would get looks? Or, like, how would... Well, I want to let you know, but most of the looks I got were double takes because they were seeing a black person. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know that I'm not I joking. I know. So this is a funny thing is like I love having people here who can co-sign for me because yeah. when I go around like when I talk about PTSD, post-traumatic slave disorder and like encountering dangerous white people, that sort of thing, like everyone's like, come on. It's like just because you haven't encountered any dangerous white people doesn't yeah. mean they're not out there. Also, right. maybe they're just not a danger to you. <laughs> but Well, just a little backstory for people listening. I'm sorry if we're getting a little off track. Do it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm sorry. It's like, you know, in Sonora, if people aren't familiar, it's like the smallest, most hick hillbilly town in the entire world. Like, it's just like this little pocket of like, I'm sorry everyone in Sonora who's listening because I know that there's going to be people. I And we, but, but listen, we both love Sonora. Yes, it's a nice town, but like, it's just like, it's like 20 years back. Like, <laughs> somebody, okay, someone actually said to me in um, Gus's Steakhouse. Oh my God, he just went... Someone said to me, in real life, in 2007, I never met a colored person in real life. <laughs> I'm, like, so fucking shook right now. Like, I can't. It was fine. Um, I, 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 like... Oh, my God, my heart. I fully embraced, like, being the black person in Sonora. Actually, there was one other black person... His name was Stacy. I know this because, oh no, yeah, you know Stacy. He's a lumberjack. Um, so, um, yes, and so um, everyone wanted the everyone wanted me to meet him. You've got to meet, and I'm just like, I'm sure I do. I'm assuming that this is the other black person. And um, people would come up to me like, you're Amber. And I'm like, how do you know? And they're like, we heard a black person moved here. Oh, my and, God. But, and it wasn't everybody, though. So that's the thing. I have to, like, 
Yeah. It, people were some people were like surprised and excited. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it was a post on next door. <laughs> but they didn't have next door. Yeah, they yet. don't know what even Uber or Lyft is. Oh, okay. Like they don't know what a smart. But I had is. to get Ubered and Lyfted, but because it snowed, <laughs> and my friend had to come down from um from the mountain in yeah. her truck to get me because I couldn't drive my little uh, oh my lowered. Uh, <laughs> Escort <laughs> through the mountains. I love it. Oh my the, but, God. So it was like some of my favorite people. I was um, in a book club there yeah. in Sonora. Um, lots of people are not like um, closed off. Right. But there are people who I guess hadn't been out of that county or yeah. out of the tri-county area. It's like they stay like I got out. Like around 2013. I say getting out because it's like literally like if you grew up there, you're stuck in this culture of like being complacent with what's going on. I grew up somewhere like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people do, you know, and it's like when I come back and visit, like just Mm -hmm. living in Sacramento and doing all these things and coming back and they're just like, look at this bougie girl over here. You're a superstar. And then like one time I did a show, I think you did the same show, The Game Room Mm -hmm, that Jimmy puts on. Yes. Um... I went there and I'm smoking a cigarette outside and these people are talking to me and they go, you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I got like, out. Excuse you. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. I'm, I'm getting off track but anyways. Yeah. I just want to kind of pick your brain about that a little bit. I thought it was um, really a beautiful place. Um, lots of trees and stuff. Yeah. I'm not really into trees, but it looked <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I worked up there, so that's where I was. I met some really nice people. I made um, some friends for life. Yeah. Um, some of my book club ladies actually came down from Sonora to yeah. Sacramento to um, my first showcase that I ever did. It was that's a bringer awesome. show. Go, there goes the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so that was, you know, um, but actually I'm pretty lucky. I have friends that drive up from um, down from Santa Barbara, oh, yeah. <laughs> coming all the way for to watch me do seven, uh, five to ten I minutes worth of material. I know. There's like some dedicated friends I that know. we have that will come up and support us and drive like these hours, and it's like, damn, dude, like thank you. You love me, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I have a, one of my um, best friends, like, and I say BFFs because we're friends since um, middle school. Yeah. Um, she lives in Texas, and she keeps writing, and she tells me, like, you have to give me a schedule of your shows so I can make a plan, and one of my, and, um, my friends who live in LA are like, we're coming up, to-. <laughs> and I was like, please don't drive up here, because if I bomb, I swear to God, I'm going to be so sad. I invested a lot of time. Just- <laughs> yeah, driving a hotel. Yeah. They have to feed me when they come visit, because <laughs> I'm not really a good host. Uh, oh, like a home host. Yeah. Oh, I was like, you're uh, a great host. I'm great with welcoming people inside, but once you get in there, I don't have any food like, for you. Sorry. Like, oh. Do you want some water and some crumbs? Because yeah. that's what I got. Well, I have popsicles and pickles all the time. Oh, oh I'm down with the pickle. with those Sweet pickles. Stuff. I got the whole... Yeah, dude. That sounds fun. So and actually, too, I, um, I, now I'm starting to um, pickle boiled eggs. Oh, I grew up at, so you know, my dad was an alcoholic, so Wait, I kept yeah. going to bars. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's so, uh, in, so, as our other alcoholic friend may know. <laughs> I know. You gotta I just know. keep it light, like, it. don't let it 
don't let it push you down. Don't let yeah. it keep hold of you, you know? Like, whatever the thing is, whatever the invisible disability is, yeah. visible disability, whatever your situation, like, I, that's just make fun of it, and, like, it doesn't own me. <laughs> so, but, yeah, like, my dad, um, we, we'd come up to visit my dad in the summer times, and he'd, like, have us all over the place running around all kinds of just trashy bars all around Sacramento, um, downtown, midtown, in the Heights, like... It was a hot mess. And what kids eat in bars <laughs> at midnight bar food. is bar food. Oh, yeah. And so you're eating pickled eggs, chips, popcorn. Oh, yeah. Nice. It was funny because um, I was actually, we were at the callback bar for the open mic last month, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting there with Tina and, like, uh, I think Lindy or I was there, and we're sitting there, like, we can't find the hook for their purse on the bar, and I yeah. said, it's right here, and they're like, how'd you find that? And I was like, because I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Muscle memory. <laughs> Muscle memory, baby. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I was right at home, hanging out in Gus's all the time, because it was just, I didn't yep. know any people except for other people who worked in my office, yeah. and, um... The Gus's staff and uh, yeah, Gus and his son. Oh yeah, and then um, who else? Uh, so for people yeah. who don't know, Gus's Steakhouse is a place in Sonora, and it's like that old school yeah. like steakhouse. And the owner has a giant mustache, and he's just like he walks around and he's like, "How was the meal today?" Like it's just it's so intense. Like I walk in that place and smell it. He wears a captain's hat. Yeah, what? I smell it, and I'm just like. Oh, yeah, this is my childhood. Yes. You know, like, it's just absolutely insane. And this is in Sonora. Bar yeah. leather. You, you'll see a you'll see a baby in yeah. a car seat. At the in bar. The, um, yeah. It's yeah. the best. It's like, it's home. It's like a place where you can hang out. I know. And no one's going to um, let you get roofied there. Yeah. Early bird special. Ooh. When I was super broke living in Sonora, and, like, I wanted to have, like, a night out, you know, get some of that fucking bomb ass fondue yes okay so what yeah. they do is they're feeding everybody they know that they're feeding everyone yeah so they put out um happy hour um treats yeah and instead of like most places like put out some chips or peanuts or something like they put out like legit food from the steakhouse mm-hmm. yeah. um make you're making your own little mini steak sandwich um for oh, just like so ugh, the fondue and the bread and just potatoes yes. Listen. So this podcast is sponsored by Gus's Steakhouse. Man, I want to go this there. Is, this is Gus's Steakhouse. We should. Okay, so the next time um, Jimmy does a uh, game room, I'm February fourteenth, go out there and I'm gonna be on. What it. day of the What day of the week is that? It's a Saturday. That's a Saturday. Yeah. Oh snap! So February fourteenth um, at the game room in Sonora. <laughs> It's going to be a couples show, so it's couples, comedy couple. Uh-huh. So myself and Johnny Casino are going to be on the show. And, and True and Aurora. Fun. Yes. Oh. And so it's a lot of fun, um, especially when my mom brings her friends out because they get super rowdy. And they <gasps> I wonder if I know your mom, because I feel like I'm probably, probably like in your mom's age range. How far oh away? my God, How no, far away is Sonora? very um, hours. Well, hour and a half two hours oh, that's not bad but it's up in the mountains you know and like oh my god it's so fun that those game room shows are just absolutely phenomenal yeah like it's just like hometown feel it was really fun i i got to do some material there that was very specific yeah to sonora and um 
Man, I'm gonna try to go it. to this show. Let's you, you, I, you'd love it. Um, yeah. I want a road trip. I'm gonna talk to my husband about what we're doing for um, Valentine's Day, but it's gonna be. We have to get go ahead, obviously, yeah. and we have to get reservations for Gus's because oh, you yeah. can't just like try oh, to roll really? up and yeah. On I mean, it's a hot spot. On Valentine's Day. That's for, oh, like, yeah, everyone that's gonna be takes their... Yeah. yeah. No, we Never can... Mind, I don't, I don't think... No, no, no. It won't be impossible. What we'll go, do go. is um, we'll <clears> talk to Gus about, like, giving us a room for... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a little... All right. Yeah, we're not yeah. gonna just be like we're here for our fourth thirty reservation. Uh-huh. I don't. Yeah. I'm not that kind of. <laughs> I like to do exclusive things yeah. at the grossest places. Oh, pardon me, not grossest, seediest places. Oh yeah, with the de- most delicious food. Oh yeah, and best well, the people. The seediest places town. have the most delicious food. True. Who yeah. is that that does that That's joke Nick. about Nick? Nick V. Nick V. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be so, this food's going to be good. Nick V, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So are going to be good, man. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. No, um, thank you so much for coming on. I love that we got to bond over Sonora and Sonora fashion and Star Trek. And I think you're absolutely phenomenal. And I love you. You're amazing. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Internet and all that. Oh, I'll I'll put your social media on Instagram. Yeah, I will put you on. Hey man, that's the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you laughed a little bit. I hope you learned a little bit. I hope you come back. Peace. Take care of one another.